Welcome to the Life is a Journey podcast, where my goal is to help you to strive, thrive, and be all God has called you to be. No matter what comes, we can make it in this journey, because life is a journey. Welcome back to the Life is a Journey podcast. In this week's episode of Life is a Journey, the topic is gifts. That's right, gifts. Now, I do want to start this week's episode off by saying my apologies. Um, I did have every intention to record on last week and upload. However, things didn't work out. Um, I had a very, very busy weekend and I and I wasn't feeling well. I didn't get the opportunity to record. I was resting and normally I would have uploaded by now. It would have been out there on the platforms and everything. Um, however, nevertheless, I am currently recording. will upload as soon as I'm done recording, if at all possible, before the day is out. Um, normally, I don't record on the day that I upload. Normally, I record two or three days out. However, I just want to thank you and appreciate you for all your support down through these last couple of years that we've been recording here on life is a journey podcast it truly has been a blessing and i would like to thank you thank you from the bottom of my heart for your support for your love for your comments and different things i thank each and every one of you near and far for everything that you do and i pray that something is and it it will always be said that will encourage you that will bless you that will help you in this life's journey now i know Yesterday, many of us celebrated Christmas. Now, we know the true reason for the season is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who stepped down from glory. He came into this this world and was born in a manger. You know, he he was, you know, raised up by Mary and Joseph and he walked out this life, the same life that you and I walk out. However, in my eyes, his life seemed to be a little bit more he had a great purpose that he had to come to achieve and all of us have a purpose to achieve if he didn't do what he did we wouldn't be able to be redeemed again we wouldn't be able to be in position to make it into heaven he's he made the decision to come down in bodily form and be all 100% God 100% able to do all that he was able to do but yet still be a hundred percent man a hundred percent flesh so today in this week's episode we want to talk about gifts not just gifts i know many of you unwrap gifts and still may be unwrapping gifts or receiving gifts or getting gifts because some you know you know how it is after the holiday you find a lot of stuff on sale. So whatever your child or whatever your spouse or your girlfriend or your boyfriend or your parents or whoever you're getting gifts for didn't get, you can get it at a lower price today and other days after Christmas. So, but I want to more so talk about the greatest gift that was given to us all. Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I also, during this episode, would like to take the time to you and talk about the various different gifts that we possess in the body of Christ. And there is a difference between gifts and talents. 
All gifts are from above. Gifts are given. Just like you gave gifts on yesterday to your loved ones, to your children and your family members, you may or you may not have been expecting anything in return. Now, when God gave us his only begotten son, he gave us a gift. Not necessarily expecting anything in return because we could never repay him for what he has done. So, as a parent, and I'm just being transparent, I, to some degree, I desire, I don't necessarily expect for my children to give me anything for Christmas. I don't even put the the, the expectation, and I know my wife does and will do, get me what I want for Christmas, but it's a blessing just to be in a position to give a gift. So what I'm getting at is many of you that are listening have a gift. Your gift is not for you. Your gift is for others. Many of you can sing. Many of you can uh, do poetry, you know, and some people may be like, that's a talent. Well, if you see it that way, many of you are gifted to 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 be able to just be hospitable, you know, and we're going to go down the, the into the scriptures. And I just want to encourage you and let you know that when it comes to our gifts, it's important that we utilize our gifts and our talents because they're not for us. Just imagine if you had the gift to the gift of healing and you kept that to yourself. Like the only time you healed someone was when it was you. That would be very selfish. So in the same light, even as the scripture tells us that all of these different gifts, they're for the edifying of the the body of Christ. And so I just want to encourage you. You may already be flowing in your gift. You may not know your gift, but seek God and ask God, Lord, reveal to me what my gift is so that I can utilize it for for the kingdom of God so that I could be a blessing to your people. And I, I guarantee you, God will bless you and open your eyes to see you may already be utilizing your gift. You may not be utilizing it for in the proper uh, uh, light or or in the right aspect because some people that are gifted the same they're not utilizing that gift to to glorify god you know and this is no shade to nobody but i'm just keeping it 100 you know even i myself back in the day uh when i was younger i used my gift to sing in talent shows i didn't sing in a lot of talent shows i actually only sang it maybe like maybe one or two and those were at things that were to my what I what I wanted to utilize it for, you know, um, one of them was and I'm just keeping it 100 before we go any further. There was a young lady that I had like and we went to this. Um, it was like a uh, it's where you go to a college and we stay there for two nights and then we leave on the third day, something like that. Anywho, um, we had a talent show every year on the second night. And so I was always nervous to to get in front of people. So this particular year, I gathered up the courage and uh, I had a few other guy friends that were there that that 
encouraged me to, yeah, man, you should sing, Guan, you should sing. And so there was a young lady, like I said, that I was had taken interest in, and there was a popular song out at the time by Music Soul Child called Just Friends. And I that's that was my approach to it. Like, let me let me sing this as as a start to potentially having a relationship. And so I sang and everything went well. And most of the people there knew that I had liked this individual. And um, so I, like I said, I uh, ended up singing. It was a success and everything. However, (laughs) being completely vulnerable and transparent right now, I've always been a big guy. So this particular school or college that we were at I don't know if how long this particular auditorium had been in use or you know before they had replaced the chairs or the seats there I proceeded to take a seat um after singing my song and yeah my my seat it came from under me that was embarrassing it was very embarrassing, y'all. Um, so I had to literally like kind of hold myself up. And because it was at a time that <laughs> that people, you know, it was quiet. The next person to, to perform wasn't yet on the stage and no no other kind of noise was going on other than a little bit of chitter chatter in the auditorium. So that was embarrassing. But what I was getting at is I didn't utilize my gift at that point in time to glorify God. I utilized it to start a friendship and, and potentially see if I could have a relationship with somebody that I had took an interest in, that I liked. Um, as I got older, you know, um, even outside of, you know, things that teenagers do, um, I began, I, I, I became a part of the choir at the church I was attending. Um, I believe even when I got to high school, you know, that to a degree that wasn't necessarily to some degree was for the glorifying of God because we didn't sing any songs that weren't necessarily glorifying God that I could recall. Um, Some of the songs are songs that our ancestors sang, you know, back in slavery days. And I won't go into that, but it's just just bringing back those things brings back a lot of memories in regards to utilizing my gift. And I'm so thankful that God has given me a voice to sing. And there are probably other gifts that I possess that I haven't yet uh, tapped into. And you may be the same way. So I just want to encourage you to if you don't know what your gift is, seek God. He'll reveal it to you. He'll open your eyes and you may already be walking or utilizing your gift. It just may not be to benefit others in a way that that is upbuilding for the kingdom of God. Gifts. Gifts are a notable capacity, talent or endowment. It says also something voluntarily transferred by one person to another without compensation, just like we was talking about yesterday with with gifts that are given for the holidays or gifts that are given for birthdays or anniversaries and different things and such something voluntarily transferred by one person to another without compensation so when i give you this gift i'm not expecting anything in return if you give me something 
hey, cool. I appreciate it. You know, um, I'm I'm so thankful and blessed for everybody that 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 gives me gifts on the holidays. My wife and my children and my mom and other one other family members and friends and it's such a it's such a blessing, man, because the one thing that I've observed over the last several years in my life as a young man is that if you really pay attention throughout the year, people have all kind of mood swings and 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 life is life. You know, we we sometimes be hangry and sometimes we got we take our personal things that we're going through out on others or a scene. But I've observed that without fail, and mainly I've observed this, and even even in the stores when you're shopping, people, some people, not everybody, but and even in the workplace, people that that could seem like the most meanest person, and and where you work at, when it come around the holidays, man, it's a whole total switch. Like you see a whole total different vibe and spirit, if you will, and you like, man, like, okay. But you look at it. The reason why, and I'm just keeping 100, the greatest gift was given to us. Although we, yes, we don't know that, that this was the time of his birth or that that was the day of his birth. It's roughly around the time of his birth. So we still celebrate. And it's, it's, it's a blessing that even though people say it's a pagan holiday, it's still a blessing to be able to 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 celebrate it and know the reason for the season and be able to be a blessing to our our family, to our spouses, to our children, to friends, to neighbors, you know, doing nice things. And we should really celebrate Christmas all the time. And when I say celebrate Christmas, I mean we should always have a Christ representation that is flowing from us ever so vividly that people may see the love of Christ in us. We should show that to each other. And I'm guilty of not <clears throat> necessarily doing it. And I just I'm I'm a very I'm very critical of myself because I desire to be the best that I could possibly be for Christ. I know none of us are perfect, but I desire to be the best that I possibly can for Christ, to be a representation of him. And in moments when I feel like I'm not representing him well, it does make me, I wouldn't say feel less than, but it makes me feel some kind of way. And it's not a good feeling. Like, I just be like, man, Lord, I let you down again. But thanks be to God for his grace and his mercy that is new every morning. I get, okay, son, I understand what you did yesterday. You repented. You turn from your wicked ways. You turn from that situation. You turn from that decision. You turn from that thought. And you decided to turn to me. So, okay. Here's a rest, here's a reset. Here's a restart. Here's a new day. Let me see what you're going to do. Like that's blessing because every day that you are alive and above the earth, above or as, as the old, old, old heads or seasoned saints would say, you know, you're above the dirt. You're not six feet under. You're not in jail. You know, you're not in a hospital on a hospital on a hospital bed. You're alive and you're breathing. You may not have everything that you want, but you got everything that you need. You honestly do. You got your life. You got health and you have strength. S some people don't have that. Somebody didn't wake this morning. So the gift of life 
is is a gift in itself. Um, I'm not going to read the other definitions um, at this point in time, but I just, man, I'm just so grateful for the holiday season and just every time of year, man, it's, it's, it's a blessing. Yeah, we didn't have a white Christmas, but Christmas is Christmas. And not only that, it's another day that the Lord has made and we shall each and every day. We should rejoice and be glad in it. Even as I was driving my son here where I currently am recording to his practice session, I said to myself, and even in conversation with my cousin the other day, Quan, you got to stop putting so much stress on yourself. Take care of what you can take care of and leave the rest in God's hands. He said, come to me, all ye who are heavy, laden, and laden burden, I will give you rest. This life was never intended for us to he said, take, take my yoke for, for it's easy. And my burden and my burdening is light. It's light. But the, the even, even the fact that he said, come. Like he's he telling, like, come. Come on, man. Give it to me. You know. And uh, it's just like when we see our child struggling with something. Let me help you. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> you know, and, but it's our pride, and I'm guilty of that. It's my pride a lot of times, feeling like I got to be the one to do everything. I got to be the one to take care of this. I got to. Nah, you don't. It's good that I have a a heart to want to be the one, but in actuality, when we put more stress on ourselves, we are actually slowly killing ourselves and hurting ourselves doing more harm to ourselves than good so once again these gifts that we have these gifts that we possess let's utilize them to the glory and honor of God you don't know what your gift is you if you if you have a church home and I pray that you do seek out counsel see if you could talk to your pastor see if you could talk to one of the elders or or the mothers or a deacon or someone in the church, first and foremost, seek God and then be led by the spirit on who to go to. You know what I'm saying? Because not everybody, you can't, you can't trust everybody. Just because they're in church does not mean that they're there to do the same thing that you came to do. It's true. So gifts, the first scripture that we have here and let me say this. If you didn't get a gift physically underneath the tree, know that you have been given the gift of life. If you have received our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you believe and you confess in your mouth and believe in your heart that he died and he rose on the third day for all your sins. You got one of the greatest gifts. You now have a life eternal, everlasting. And God came so that you could have it abundantly. Everything is not going to be peaches and cream. Everything going to be sunshine and rainbows. You're going to have some cloudy days. You're going to have some storms. You're going to have some trials and tribulations that you go through. But the greatest gift and the greatest blessing is knowing that he's there with you. 
people will leave, but he will never. He will never. I know some people may feel like when certain things like happen in life, certain traumatic situations or heartbreaking situations, you you lose a loved one, you you lose a job or a relationship don't work out, whatever the case may be, whether that's a relationship, boyfriend, girlfriend, a marriage doesn't work out, uh, you know, your parents, y'all, y'all not seeing eye to eye. All these things, he said, I'm right there with you. And, it, and it's in the scripture. Like, he tell you how, how this life, like, this is how you combat life. This is how you deal with life. Right here in my word. Because my word is life. It's life. It's bringing you life. It's just like, for example, when somebody goes flatline or somebody, you know, uh, uh, is having a stroke or a seizure or different things and they need to revive them. That's how the word is. It's like, you know, I don't know what they call them, and I don't want to say the wrong word. Um, but when they put those to your to your chest, and sometimes they have to turn it up a little bit higher just so that it, we could bring you back. So sometimes you got to dig into the scriptures a little bit deeper to find that scripture that's, that's speaking to our current situation. So I just, I want to really encourage you as we end out this year, that we want to end in strong way. And I thank God for, for my church family, for my pastor, my first lady. You know, uh, we have a slogan, if you will. Um, we even have some bracelets and um, finish strong. Focus. Because so many times we get distracted. We get distracted by what's going on in social media. We get distracted by, you know, what's going on in our personal life. And it's not to say you should dismiss those things. But we still have to keep a clear sight and focus on our Lord and Savior, because when he comes, we want to be ready. It's just like if you you going to pick up your child to go somewhere to do something or you're picking them up for school, you just got off work for just use it for an example. You want them to be ready. You don't want them to still yet be trying to put on a T-shirt or put on a jacket or put on their shoes or I still got to brush my teeth or I still got to, you know, wash my hair or whatever the case may be. I still got to put my hair in a ponytail. No, I want you to be ready. I want you to be ready. He said he wanted he wants us to be ready. He wants us to be found without spot, wrinkle or blemish. You ever worn something and and, and you thought it was clean or you thought that this this you got this out of the, the shirt or whatever you're wearing? You're like, man, I can't wear that. We don't want to be in that position when God looks at us like like a, like cloth the clothing and say, oh, man, they they didn't iron. They didn't iron that out. They didn't get that out of their life. Oh, man, they got a spot right there. They didn't they didn't. <clears throat> and it's something that that shout is the thing that can help get it out. Bleach something that man. <laughs> they didn't let they didn't let me get it out. They didn't get it out. I I can't allow them in. We don't want to be in that position where he says, depart from me, you work of iniquity, for I know you're not. When you had the opportunity, when the opportunity was presented to you time and time again, the day you hear my voice, harden not your heart. You harden your heart. You heard, you heard me speaking. He sits and he waits at the door and he knocks. Waiting for you to say, come in. But if we never let him in, 
all we're doing is doing life on our own instead of doing life with Christ. Romans 12 and 6 says, In his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. Many people are gifted to prophesy. Like, it's an awesome gift. When I see people flowing in the prophetic, like, I mean, like, for real, for real, like, it's awesome. It, it just is because, you know, <clears throat> many people, you know, different religions and, and, and people believe that Jesus was just a prophet or, you know, what I'm saying uh, they don't believe that he was the son of God. But to prophesy is an awesome gift to have. And, you know, you may hear people, I'm a prophet. And some people don't like you don't necessarily got to go around flaunt and say, oh, I'm a prophet. I'm a prophet. I'm a prophet. No, you don't have to do that. Be humble about the gift that God has given you to utilize to be a blessed to people. Because a prophet, as far as I know, they not only come to speak the, the good things that's about to happen in your life, but they warn, they warn you. Prophets and prophetess, they come to warn you about things that you need to get together. Things that you, hey, this is going on. And I use it for an example. And now looking back at it, <laughs> it was a warning. And, and now I can see that, that I'm older. When I was in the situation, I was only a teenager. You know, in high school, freshman. I was talking to a young lady, just had met, and she took interest in me, and I liked her as well. Like I said, I'm just being transparent, Andre. This is my past. Um... And I was at church one evening and the pastor in the middle of this, this wasn't like after service, this wasn't during altar call. This was like, I, it's, it caught me off guard. It really did. Because you would think that something like this would happen like after service or like at the altar, you going down for prayer and that's my, my, you know what I'm saying? Those were the times that I thought that something like this would proceed and take place. However, um, during the service, I don't know what else was said before this, but all I remember is this, this man of God pointing at me and speaking about my current situation that, and he said, you, 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 uh, young man, you, you got a young lady that you talking to right now. And I can't remember because it's been so long ago. Um, I do remember that part. I don't remember whether or not he said that I shouldn't be talking to her or whatever else proceeded that. But just the fact that I'm sitting here, 14 year old <laughs> in high school, just started talking to this young lady that I really like. And I'm put on blast in front of the whole church. Mind you, it, it, it's my, my mom's there. My sister's there. My aunt is there. I think my cousins were there. So I, my grandmother may have been there as well. So, you know, like I said, once again, prophecy is not always just talking about, you know, somebody prophesying over you that you're about to get 
a multi-million dollar contract or a big house or a new car or promotion. Prophecy comes to correct us, to check us, just like his word does. It keeps us on that path that is straight and narrow. That's why we have rules and regulations even in this in this world. Imagine if we didn't have a speed to go by when we go up and down these streets and down the highways and byways and expressways and such. There would be all kind of chaos. Even though the government, they have their own things and how they do things, even in Jesus' time they did. There still are rules and things and laws that we must abide by. Even the Bible told us to obey the laws of the land. And I know many of y'all, just like myself, guilty of every, you know, it, it happens. You may have run a red light, not purposely. So, but once again, it says, speak out, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If you have that gift of prophecy, utilize it for the, the kingdom of God. So, um, I'm going to come back to this particular one. It's a lengthy one. Um, First Peter four and 10, God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another, to serve one another, right? Some of y'all are gifted to play and, 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 and I say gifted, like, cause I've seen some people that when it comes to playing, uh, certain instruments, you know, the organ or keyboard, piano, guitar, bass, saxophone, gifted, gifted, you know, um, singing, you know, uh, hospitality, even with the prophecy and various others. It says, use them well to serve one another. Serve. So this is me being a service to you. When I sing Yes, it's to the glory and honor of God. Yet and still it's to serve you. Because even Jesus, our Lord and Savior, didn't come to be served. He came to serve. And I'll even go another note. He came to serve notice on the enemy. So even when we serve one another, it's an honor. It's an act of humility. I come to serve you to serve notice on the enemy. When I'm singing, when I'm praising God, when I'm preaching, when I'm prophesying, when I'm being hospitable, when I'm healing and delivering, helping you get the healing and deliverance that you need is to come serve notice. And I'm serving you so that you can be lifted, so that you can be strengthened, so that you can be encouraged, so that you can your day can be brighter. He said that he will give you joy, unspeakable joy. And there are times when you may feel down. There are times when you may not feel as joyous because of life circumstance. But I come to tell you, whatever gift you have, use it to serve one another. Do use it, use it well to serve one another. So when I'm singing, if you see me on live or you see me singing a song, even if it's just happy birthday, that's a serve. That puts a smile on someone's face. When someone is singing a song that is dealing with 
and you hear the lyrics, but you hear the melody, and you. But it, it, it's 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 so beautiful, man. How how music got wired in in such a way. We gotta be careful though, because although Lucifer was cast out of heaven, you know, he still yet has access to that realm of music. So we gotta be careful, musicians, singers, that when we're singing, that we're 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 seeking the right source that we're seeking God well, even when we're writing songs or you know what I'm saying or a song is given to you if you're an artist that okay God is this what you want me to sing you know I want to be a blessing to your people I want to serve them well so we got to be careful of that as well first Corinthians 12 and 10 says he gives one person the power to perform miracles some of y'all are able to perform miracles. And I'm not talking about no David Blaine, I'm no shade. I ain't talking about no magicians over in Las Vegas or wherever y'all be. Witchcraft and sorcery. We ain't talking about that. We talking about miracles like our Lord and Savior Jesus did. And it says, and another ability to prophesy. We just talked about this. Use your gift right. Not to, 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 to be having people call your hotline and you tell them, hey, you shouldn't be in that relationship. And you're charging them. No. He said he gives someone else the ability to discern, to discern whether a message is from the spirit of God or from another spirit. Come on now. Still, another person is given the ability to speak in unknown languages, while another is given the ability to interpret what is being said. So I just want to touch on this real quick as I, I was watching someone speak about this either on TikTok or something, but <clears throat> so there are times when this will take place. So many times you may go to church, you may hear people praying, you may hear people ministering, speaking, and during the time of them speaking, they may begin to speak in tongues. There comes a time when, when, when speaking in unknown language, speaking in tongues, um, where there is an interpreter there being able to interpret what is being said. And I know you're like, well, how, how do I decipher whether or not I believe? And this is just me. I've never seen or witnessed it, but I believe it would take place in a setting as such. And I forgive me if I'm wrong for saying this. If there is prophecy going forth and this person is prophesying in unknown languages, speaking in tongues, and I, forgive me if I'm wrong, but like I said, this is just come. This is my revelation and understanding. This is not coming, you know. Um, and there is an interpreter there to interpret what is being said to that individual. You know what I'm saying? And even possibly during 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 a message. That has been been spoken, but I, I just feel like that's prophetic. I just that's what I feel. Um. Lastly, and then we're going to go back to this one that I said was very lengthy, and we're going to get begin to wind things down. Um, Isaiah nine and six says, "For a child is born to us, a son is given to us. The government will rest on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor." Mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. He's the Prince of Peace. We don't just celebrate Jesus on the 25th 
of each year. We should celebrate Jesus each and every day that we wait. We should celebrate the fact that he, he, he came so that we might have life. We should take out the time whenever and give him thanks because he didn't have to do it. He could have sat up there and said, nah, somebody get somebody else to do it. You ever seen that meme? And I, I'm just being 100, like, get somebody else, get somebody else to do it. He already knew what he had to go through, even when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane. And I utilize, I use this all the time because there are times in our lives when we go through agonizing pain and we have to go through certain trials and tribulations where you'd be like, man, get somebody else to do this. And in and, and modern day language, that to a degree was what Jesus was saying. But then he humbled himself. And he said, nevertheless, thy will be done. So we we have to adapt the spirit of saying, nevertheless, thy will be done with these gifts that you have given me. These children, they're a gift. My wife, she's a gift. I'm a gift. You're a gift. Not just the gifts that reside in you that you utilize to serve others, but you are a gift. Because God gave you the gift of life. He gave his only begotten son. The scripture says the government will rest on his shoulders. came to govern to 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 fulfill the law to fulfill the prophecies that were said even before he 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 came into the earth he came to fulfill those things i like the fact that it says he will be called wonderful counselor he's a wonderful counselor i know we have therapists and psychiatrists and and even counselors at schools and colleges and such and even sometimes at jobs but he's a wonderful counselor he, he's the one that can give you the guidance that you need. Not saying that these others can't, but he can give you what you need. Mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace. So when you're going through, know that he's there with you. He could have he walked away from it all and said, get somebody else to do it. He could have, at a moment's notice, called an army of angels and took out those that were out after him and then dipped out. But no, that's not Christ. Christ endured. He endured everything that we must endure. Trials, tribulation, temptations, Brutally beat beyond recognition so that we can have life. And I'm thankful and I'm grateful for the gift of life. And as I move forward in the upcoming days, years, months, weeks, my desire is not just for myself, but for you as well, that each and every second that we're alive and breathing, that we utilize it to do what God has called us to do. Utilize our gifts. 
because he, he said your your gifts will make room for you and bring you before great men. So I don't necessarily need to to pervert my gift to get a, a, some type of income. I don't need to do that. I don't need to go to this church and say, hey, if y'all ain't paying me such such, I ain't playing. If y'all don't pay me such such, I ain't coming to preach. If y'all don't pay me such such, I, I ain't, you know, no. Your gift will make room for you and bring you before great men. He'll bring, he'll put you in a position where because you choose to do this for the right reason to serve the people of God, that you ain't got to worry. Because he said in his word also, I shall supply, he shall supply our every need, every need according to his riches and glory. And in another scripture, he tells us that he will give us the desires of our heart. Now hear me. I know a lot of people utilize that and say, well, God, it's on my heart. I want, I want that Bentley. I want that Rolls Royce. But God, here's my prayer. Give me the desires of your heart. That's what he was really speaking about. Because the heart is desperately wicked and no man can know it. No man can know it but God. So as I close out and and I'm not even going to have time to go into this uh, scripture, but I will have it listed. Matter of fact, let's take these last few moments and read this and then we're closing out. It says, and so dear brothers and sisters, please, this is coming from Romans, the 12th chapter, verses 1 through 21. It says, And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Don't copy the behavior and custom of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Because of the privilege and authority God has given me, I give each of you this warning. Don't think you are better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourselves, measuring yourselves by the faith God has given us. Just as our bodies have many parts and each part has a special function, so it is with Christ's body, Christ's body. We are many parts of one body and we all belong to each other in his grace. God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you are a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is given, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. Don't just pretend to love others. Really love them. Hate what is wrong. Hold tightly to what is good. Love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. Never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Rejoice in our confident hope. Be patient in trouble and keep on praying. When God's people are in need, be ready to help them. 
Always be eager to practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Don't curse them. Pray that God will bless them. Be happy with those who are happy and weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with each other. Don't be too proud to enjoy the company of ordinary people. And don't think you know it all. Never pay back evil with more evil. Do things in such a way that everyone can see you are honorable. Do all that you can do, or excuse me, do all that you can to live in peace with everyone. Dear friends, never take revenge. Leave that to the righteous anger of God. For the scriptures say, I will take revenge. I will I will pay them back, says the Lord. Instead, if your enemies are hungry, feed them. If they are thirsty, give them something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals of shame on their heads. Don't let evil conquer you, but conquer evil by doing good. Now, as we close out, and I will have the scriptures listed in the description. Yes, let's, let's use our gifts to be a blessing and serve one another well. Serve in our communities. It's not easy. Life is not intended to be easy. But ask God for the strength and the endurance and the capacity to endure what you have to endure. And along the way, be thankful for every single blessing that you receive. Especially if you wake and you see another day. I want to thank you. I pray that you had a Merry Christmas. I pray that you were able to spend time with your family and loved ones. I love each and every one of you with the love of God. Thank you once again for tuning in to another episode of Life is a Journey. And until next time, be blessed. At the end of the day, I want to inspire, motivate, and encourage you to be all God has for you to be. And remember, until next time, to always live, love, learn, and grow.